This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast. Boomer and Giro have left the building. Boomer's on his way to Miami. One thing I'd like to address, Al Dukes, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. I am not getting a spray tan. You're not getting a spray tan? I don't need a spray tan. Oh, I see. You're darker than the rest of us? Nor does G. I don't know why he would do that. I get Eddie. I get even you and Boomer for sure. I am not. No chance. I'm not getting a spray tan. There's no chance that I want to. uh, No. Because then you got to worry about when I lay down in my bed. Am I getting it on my sheets? Am I getting it on my couch? We're not doing that. Am I getting it on my fine leather interior of my automobile? Your fine leather. I drive. Do you think that's real leather in cars, or is it, they just say leather, but it's you like think it's vinyl? Leather? Yeah, I, do I actually think do it's think leather. it's leather. I think in most cars it is leather. But doesn't weather, leather wear nice? Like, like if you were to constantly sit on a leather jacket, it right. would wear in a way that different I, types of leather that I don't see the the seats wearing in a car. It's a, I don't know the answer to the that. The sun beating down on it. Ice cold in the winter, sun beating down on it in the summer. I don't know. I don't think that's real leather. So you think it's pleather? You think it's plastic? Yeah, like, let me ask you this. Okay. Do vegans and animal activists drive drive cars cars? with leather seats? They shouldn't. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. And if they are, then I'm going to think it's fake leather. Kind of like people that go to, like, you know, marches for the environment and then drive there. Right. As opposed to taking mass transit. Right. Shouldn't do that either, right? I wouldn't think. I suppose that's it's like why these I don't... Hollywood pieces of garbage that talk about the environment and then take their private jets all over the world, burning fuel left and right, right. Right. This is why I don't get involved in any causes. As opposed to sitting first class in a plane with two hundred and fifty other people, right? So that it's one flight instead of your little flight, exactly. flying all over the place. It's all about carbon footprint, Jerry. Have you realized how much everybody in the world is a hypocrite? Yes. Right. Exactly. That always started to me when I was a child and I would going to church. I felt that the people at church were hypocrites. Okay. Because they weren't the greatest people outside of church. Sure. So then why why was I a bad guy for not wanting to go to church, but you were a big phony. Right. And they and would, would just show go up at church. They were going to ask for forgiveness. I suppose. I, have, I always said this to Eddie in terms of that. Because I went to Catholic school and Catholic high school. You did. Did everything. Absolutely. My kids go to Catholic school 
And yet I'm 100% on the fence over what the hell is after this life. Part of me says not a damn thing we're worm food. I mean, worm I think, food? Yeah, I mean, I think we're nothing more than a cat that gets hit by a car or the bug we step on. They're living beings that are dead and they're gone. I think at some point we'll be dead and we'll be gone. Right. And I'm not trying to be funny, but I can see you smirking over there. Then there's a part of me that says, now there's got to be something because the Bible was written off something. Something. I think. But he'll sit there and say, well, if you're not sure, how are you a cat? I like the lessons of the Catholic Church. Life lessons? I like, yeah, I think it's a good way to try and live your life. Doesn't mean you're going to, but I think it's a good way to try. I think there are good, good guidelines. In place. Yes. I think it's just a good way to be if you can. And I don't think there's anything wrong with positive reinforcement, which is what I think a lot of it is. But I'm with you. Hypocrisy all over the place. Now, do you believe that uh, unlike uh, the, the cat that gets hit by a car, the bug you squish, do you believe that we have souls? Okay. Have you ever seen a photo of a soul? No. There are photos that have gone around. But are they real? I don't know. Right, exactly. So there was one that really intrigued me a few years back. It was a uh, photograph of a bad car accident, Mm -hmm. and there appeared to be a soul above, photographed above the accident. And where'd this photo go? I don't know. Right. Because if if, if there was something to it, it would be everywhere. It may have been at the time, which is how I saw it. But that should be every every day. If you're the Catholic Church trying to, and I hate to say this, but let's be honest, the Catholic Church is a business like anything else. Like the Pope should be tweeting that out. Look at this soul. Every day. Every single day. For all you doubters, remember this. Look at this soul. Every day at 9 a.m., I would tweet that out and put it on Facebook, and I would call the the newspapers. You need to sell them papers. I got something for you. You don't want to keep printing this. Like, how would you not continually pound that, right? Yeah. That, to me, is something like proof. Here's the proof. If I saw someone die and I saw their soul, sure, that would convince me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think there are things. I think if you had an accident and you were, quote, unquote, dead before they brought you back. And then I was above the accident and seeing it. And you saw things. Sure. Oh. I mean, there's proof. If that happens to me, Jerry, and I don't want it to happen to me because I don't want to go through that Neither death. Neither do I. But I'm gonna, you better book me on every show. Because we'll I'm be going around. I want to go on Howard Stern show, Jimmy Kimmel. I'm sure you'll be on everything. Oprah. The View. The View. Michael Strahan show. That's right. Good morning, Kelly America. Clarkson show. All of them. You'd be a Ellen. Oh, you'd be a hot ticket. Right. You'd be like, we say we got to get this guy on. Yeah. But that's why I believe in hope as opposed to all the other nonsense. 1010 wins. They'll get you on. A man saw his soul. John Montone. 10-10 wins. No, a man saw his dead... The man's soul saw his dead body. A man's soul saw his dead body. John Montone, 10-10 wins. Right. And don't do me a favor. Don't tweet me links to how to be a better Christian and belief and faith. I'm not interested. What about links to photos of souls? <laughs> that I'm interested in. If you have those, please, I, I will take those. If Jerry doesn't want to be yeah. tagged, I understand. I'm interested. Uh, did you see someone sent us the link to thin women seeking... Heavy men. I did not. Yeah. How did you not see that? I don't know. I guess it was right before 10 o'clock. Oh, I must have signed up. I'm going to tell you the app. Okay. Because as I said, I'm right. So there's an app for thin women seeking fat men. Because in the actual radio show this morning, Gio was talking about the show on TLC where, uh, where thin men seek large women. This is for... 
Does it have a clever, fun name for the app? Or maybe this for this isn't. dating website. Here we go. It's women looking for big men. It's called BBW Cupid. BBW Cupid. Yes, I'm now clicking on it. Watch, my phone's gonna blow oh, I up. I can't wait for all the ads you're gonna get on your phone now, uh, dude. It's ridiculous. Women. I mean, what? How much worse could it be? That's true. Uh, da, 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 da. Be a nice change. Of so pace. here, all right. So this, the app is it's bbwcupid.com, and you tell it: Are you a thin man looking for a large woman, or are you a or the opposite? Okay. Am so I, it does exist. It does exist. So you can put in exactly what you are. Nice. Interesting, right? I do like that. Wanted to segue to you something here, Jerry. We were talking about death earlier. Okay. Souls and that sort of thing. And you remember uh, earlier, or I guess at the end of last week, Neil Peart from Rush died. Yes, I know. Now I'm saying Neil Peart because everyone else says Pert, but Harris Allen wrote a lengthy uh, Facebook uh, get the guy's name right. That his name was pronounced Peart. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do it that way. Right. It was the drummer for uh, uh, Rush. Rush, and a lot of people seem to be very affected by his death. Okay. And I was wondering, is there anybody famous who you don't know, you've not met, whose death, a famous person's death, that will bother you upon their death, or maybe has bothered you when you heard that they died? Is no. there anyone? An athlete, Bother me? Yeah, like were you like not that not just that it yes. bummed you out, but where you were legitimately you know sad really for a freak, while. I'll tell you what freaked me out. Payne Stewart. Payne Stewart. Ooh, he had the plane. Mm-hmm. Why did that, that freak was you out? Weird. I don't know because I remember just watching him a short time before that. Uh, he was given all the advice. Phil Mickelson's my favorite golfer, and he's given Mickelson all the advice at that tournament about Mickelson's wife was about to give birth to their first child, and it was like the final round, and it was, well, what does Mickelson do if his wife calls? He's in labor. Does he hop the jet and go home? And Payne Stewart was, like, guiding him. Now, Payne Stewart ultimately won, and but he was, like, almost a mentor to Mickelson. And the whole thing was just, it was neat. And I figured it was just a couple weeks later. It was not long after that. He had the plane crash because there was, I there was some sort of a uh, what was carbon there was monoxide. some sort of leak in the yeah, plane was it carbon that knocked out all every the people. all of them and, and the then plane the plane just crashed. flew right into a mountain. Yeah, that one bothered me um, because of the manner of death or that he was all younger. He was young. He had little kids. Just watching him, he was seemed like such a good dude. I liked him, you know, as a golfer. And then the way it happened, all of it. Yeah, that one bothered me. The Michael Jackson one bothered me too. Really? Yeah, just I don't know. That was when I remember I was I played golf at Shark River Golf Course in Neptune, New Jersey. I was playing all afternoon, and I got in the car and I put K Rock on as I always did, and they played a Michael Jackson. They were playing a Michael Jackson song, and I'm like, "Tell me they flipped format." I'm like, "What?" I like Michael Jackson, but what the hell is this? And I don't remember who the um, I don't remember who the DJ was, and they came on and they were like. You know, we're doing this for Michael Jackson, who, you know, was found dead. Like, what? That was a weird one. I don't know if it affected me, but it was strike. It makes you think, like, wow. Right. You know, that was kind of out there. Nothing, nothing has affected me more, though, than the death of a friend. My third year of college, fourth year of college, fourth year of college, when a security guard came and pulled me out of class to tell me there's been a death close to your family. You need to go home. Okay. And they don't tell you who? No. But I had a cell phone, and I was able to call uh, my wife, who was my fiance at the time. 
she picked up. My first thought was her, was her. So I called her because I say close to your family. What right. does that mean? She picked up. And then it was our friend Sean who got into a car accident the night before, like overnight. That one, I remember driving home in silence. That was that was a bad one. But um, So yeah. they, the, the ones that get you seem to be the ones that seem to be untimely deaths. Yeah, probably. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, if like Arnold Palmer passed away, I was, you know, sad, but he was in his 80s. I mean, right. you kind of, you don't expect it, but you're not surprised by it, you know, for you. So can you think of one, though, that who hasn't passed who you think? The Lincoln Park guy bothered me. That's another one. Oh, Chester yeah. Bennington. That was a young guy. Because I was only, I only got into them maybe three years prior. I was late to that party. I only, I was only into that band for a few years, and I was planning on going to see them the first time that summer. Was a, that one was a bad one too. I think musicians are um, harder to take because their emotion lives on in their music. It does. So yeah. when you hear their music, yeah, you hear their angst and their or their calls for help yeah like you listen to their final album that they recorded the whole album is basically him crying for help now that you go back and you listen to it you know at first it's you know it's interesting too is when he died i remember looking at some of the uh things on twitter um and some of the fans were writing my god you listen to the to the album now and i'm i am almost embarrassed that i enjoyed the album because the lyrics are basically a guy telling you, I ain't got much more time to go. Yeah. You know, if now you read between the lines. But you're right. The untimely death, yeah. And then yeah. the musicians are so emotionally involved. Yes. You're yeah, right. The, the musicians always get me because I remember in the in the nineties, in the late nineties, I think it was, uh Roy Orbison passed away. This was right after he was okay. doing the traveling Wilbury stuff. Mm. And I was not a not not a fan, but I wasn't a big Roy Orbison fan. But then here, like, he had such a haunting voice mm-hmm. on those recordings that it then felt weird to hear them sure. after he died. Sure. But I always, I would think for me, like, Bruce Springsteen, when he passes away, that, that's going to bug me. That'll bother me. Even if he's 95? Even if he's 95. Okay. David Letterman? Sure. Just because he always, you know, was a guy growing up I watched. Right. See, I just didn't bother, I should say bother me, didn't get me as much because he was, I knew he was in bad health. Yeah. But I do feel like, a chapter of my life closed right? with that because I love listening to Imus from high school. Right, maybe that's what it is more than for an older person. Sure. You know, the, the, the young person doesn't pass. But older, but that part of your life, and maybe that's what the Letterman thing would be for me. Yeah. You know, that there was that was a big chunk of my formative years. And you're now past it. That I it's was over. loving David Letterman. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Hmm. Very true. Well, this has been morbid. Very morbid. I did uh, get a, um, a message on Twitter that I wanted to read to you, Jerry. It was okay. a guy by the name of Roy... Orbison. No, that would have been wild. <laughs> Roy Migliaccio. Roy Migliaccio. He says, I know you guys don't normally do birthday shout-outs on the post-game podcast, but I figured I would give it a shot. My wife Julie's birthday Julie. is today the 14th. She listens to the show every day and loves the show. How old is Julie? Did he say? She would be totally surprised. He did not say. Julie, happy 30th birthday. But this Roy fella, he doesn't even have his face on. Uh, he's one of these uh, guys who's like um, some sort of logo. I don't have my face on it either. Oh. You're one We're of on TV those every day. people. Who yes. needs that? I had a, I had, Julie. Uh, 
You know Swedes, the guy who used to listen Swedes, to us? Swedes, yeah. He created a logo for me. I use that. Oh, okay. Why is that wrong? No, it's not wrong. But we know who you are. It's wrong for people who we don't know. Who they are. I guess. But uh, Julie. Julie, I'm going to say, is one of those names where there are no bad-looking Julies. Sure. Show me a bad-looking Julie, and I'll call you a liar. Did he send this to me, too? Uh, no. Well, why don't I get this? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't think you do Twitter. What are you talking about? Maybe he doesn't realize you're on social media. Well, that's his mistake, and he should apologize. I hope he's taking Julie out to a nice dinner tonight. Hot Julie, happy birthday. Hot Julie. That's right. You think she's older or younger than 30? I'm going to say right around 30. Yeah, I'm going to say she turns 29 today. Oh, see, now that's happy the safe thing to say. <laughs> It's like every woman after they turn 30. I'm 29. Yeah. My mother's in her 70s. She still tells everybody she's 29. She's 29. My wow. poor son was five trying to figure out how she could be 29 and I was 40. Right, doing the math right. on that. Not so really. That, that's, a, that's not a good answer. Okay. I'm going to say then this. Julie, 28. <laughs> 27. I feel like that's a safe. We need an answer tomorrow. All right, yeah, or, Well, today, actually. We need an answer today. Yes. And I find myself, Jerry, I don't have a lot of patience with people. But I do have patience. The only, the few people I do have patience with are older people. And children. <laughs> children on planes. <laughs> older people who call the radio show yeah. with an issue with the radio.com or their smart speakers. Okay, because you know they're trying. They're trying. They are and trying. I appreciate them trying to listen and trying to be with new technology. Sure. Like my mom and dad tried the new technology, their their uh, the smart speakers and things. Right. And I had this woman call me up and she said, "Listen, I moved to Florida a couple years ago. I've always been able to listen to WFAN on my Google Home." Okay. She said, "But for whatever reason now, I it, it will not play." Hmm. Did you plug it in? Uh it's plugged in, so I had her I I asked her how she used to get it, and she was be very detailed. She'd be like, uh, let's uh, uh, turn on a WFAN 660 WFAN New York. So I was like, all right, just try WFAN. And nothing was working. Okay. And it even said, tune in at five from Mike Francesca. Really? And it said, that's how the Google said Mike's name. Okay. Mike Francesca. So uh, I'm going to try to, you know, get to the bottom of this with our internet people. Okay. But I just was proud of myself, Jerry, that... I have some patience with older people because I feel like I'm going to be an older person. I hear you. And my parents are older people. Well, now. I mean, you are 50. I mean, you're kind of getting there. close there. Yeah. Very close. Like technology is starting. Starting. To, I see it with my son. I mean, he's all over the technology. He's phones. And yeah. It's, yeah. It's, but do you consider yourself pretty good with technology? Not still? Really. really. I bear not terrible with it, but yeah. not good with it. Not you know? great. I'm somewhere in the middle. Okay. I'm not a disaster. I'll try things and. But I'm not good with any of it. Not really. No. Now, would you, if you tried to talk to your Google or your Amazon, would and, Alexa? Yeah. Would you be frustrated? Uh, would you? I just keep unplug trying? it. No, I would just unplug it. You'd be done with it. I would. Like I and part of like our, my brother-in-law is Mister Technology. So you go in his house and he's talking to the house, and he can just say. Turn the thermostat up, open yeah. the doors, turn this light on, close the garage, take the garbage out, make me a pizza, like all these things. It's really impressive. The oven goes on. I don't have the patience. He's got a wired home, Jerry. I just don't have the patience. Here's what Alexa's for. What's the temperature and what's it going to be like today? <laughs> and who won the baseball yep. game last night? That's it. I'm not interested in setting my lights and doors. Me neither. No, thank you. I'm good. 
Right, because totally you know good. it's not going to work. Right. The it's amount of work you got to go in. Right. It's enough. <laughs> and the wireless goes out and everything is shot to crap. Right. Now, you could make the case, well, if the power goes out. True, but at least I can still run my oven. I mean, there are things you can still do at least. I don't need, I don't You're know. right. These smart thermostats, they're like, Alexa, turn up the temperature two degrees. Just go hit it on your wall. Right, Takes you two lazy seconds. bastard. Come on, man. I'm with you. It's too much. So... So to that, I'm not to that extent. I won't go that far. Like my father, I had got my father a Sonos system a yes. couple years ago. See, now I had that. I can't. That's too complicated. He's always calling. They always disconnect. Yes, so that he doesn't know yes. what's going on. That's the problem. It's almost here's the thing too that I found with a speaker setup like that. Yeah. If you didn't use it in five or six days, you had to re- reconfigure the whole thing. Yeah. Like, it's enough. Give me wires. And just plug them in, and I know we're set. I just like the Alexa now. The speakers sound good. It's easy enough. I could just say, play this. Play Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah. We did that with Alexa, too. Yeah. You know. That's more play convenient. Play K-Rock Los Angeles. Right. I love that. But that's it. I'm not. Exactly. Technology and me, not great. Yeah. Not a great relationship. But not, it's a rocky relationship. Uh, if So if you had a Facebook status with your relationship with technology, you would say it's complicated. Uh, I would like to say single. You would say single? You're not yeah. even interested in technology? In and out of a relationship. <laughs> with technology? Yes. <laughs> I'm the Al Dukes prior to uh, this, this current girlfriend. <laughs> that's what I would be. Okay. Is that fair? That's, uh, that is, if that's what you... ADPG. Al Dukes prior to Gina. <laughs> There's my status. Those were complicated relationships, Jerry. Exactly. Yeah. Some good, some bad. Some good, some bad, yes. Some binge them out. So. Some quick uh, ones. Well, most of them are all quick ones. Did you see the story on Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury, I did not. He is fighting, uh, what's his name, Deontay Wilder. Oh, was that right? In Las Vegas. That's the fight, the next fight that G's going to. I saw it at 9.50 when I walked out of there. In an, in an attempt to get his testosterone up uh, in preparation of the big fight, he has begun masturbating seven times a day. And that's going to help his testosterone? Supposedly. Seven times a day. Now, maybe I'm naive. Isn't that going to hurt? I would think after so. After a while? Plus, how old is he, 15? I mean, what are we doing here? Seven times a day. I guess a lot of pornography. I guess so. Yeah. You know, can I make, can I do that story tomorrow on the air? I mean, it's a legit story. He's going to the fight. Yeah. I just got to be careful with how I it say up. it. Yeah. That's the problem with these stories. Right. Back in the day, you could say. That's correct. You could. Can't anymore. So how would I say that? He would uh, do the solo thing in the privacy of his own home. That, would, that works. I like I gotta, that. I got to go. You're going to get your uh, webinar. They're trying to get my email set up. All right, Jerry, the warm-up is next. See ya. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFA. All right, here we go. Tuesday morning after the national championship game was played, we find out what happened with the Astros, and Al is going to break down women's lacrosse. Good morning, Al. Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, this uh, uh, national championship game that was last night. I think uh, it just ended. LSU won. I think the fourth quarter started at 11.30 Well, PM. I can tell you this. Fourth quarter. The third quarter started at 10.30. 10.30? I was up watching it. Oh. Couldn't sleep. Yeah, that's uh, too late for sports. Uh, you think? 
sports. Well, how about the fact that a halftime was 34 minutes? 34-minute halftime? What, what are we doing? Was someone with a big performance, Jerry? I don't know. I got... I, Joan Jett or something? I put the game on. I wasn't home. I put the game on when I got home, started the third quarter. I saw Herschel Walker get introduced oh. and all these players. So that was cool, but... The game was so long and late Yes, that it's too much. Long and late. Too much. And I see this Joe Joe Burrow after the game, Jerry, and I, I can't decide whether I'm happy for him. Like him or spike him? Like him or spike him. Oh, exactly, Jerry. Go. Good point. Like, I saw him after the game. Yeah. He was looking cocky. Like, he was. Well, he, just threw, he just threw for five touchdowns and ran for a sixth. He was smoking a cigar like How a would guy. You be if you won that uh, yeah, co-ed think, flag football league I think, and you threw five touchdown passes. Yeah, I think I'd be cocky as well. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. as much as I was annoyed seeing this college kid There's a party that sitting loves down, it. smoking a stogie. What would that sound like? Like he was just like <laughs> He was just like so cool. Yeah, well he can be. And I was like, uh, oh, this guy stinks. Yeah, but you like it. But in some ways, I, I like a cocky quarterback. Yeah, I know. But then I also started thinking, like, you know what? Hey, good for you. Let the kid enjoy it. He's going to go quarterback the Bengals. That's probably going to go horribly wrong, and it'll be all downhill from here. Yes, he'll get a lot of money, but he's used to being a winner his whole life, winning the national championship, and then he'll have to go play for the Bengals. Well, I think there have been a lot of winning quarterbacks in college. Yeah. Haven't done so well in the pros. Right, so I, I guess you don't know. be cocky now and enjoy it. Enjoy the hell out of it. Could you imagine what his night in New Orleans was like and is probably still going right. on? It's four, right? Because it's 445 yeah. out there, not 545. So they're probably having a blast. I never understood with the cigar smoking because you don't inhale a cigar. Some people do. Most don't. So what's the point of it? I don't know. To annoy others around you? I with don't the, know. The I like smoke? the smell. I love the smell of a of a, um, of a pipe. Yeah, me too. That smells fantastic. The cigar is disgusting. My dad used to smoke a pipe, and I'm telling you, it was so long ago, legitimately, he was probably in his 30s, which yeah, is not... You you're should, 20 years older than that now. You're not supposed to be smoking a pipe in your 30s. You That's smoke for a grandfathers. Pipe? I would smoke a pipe when I got a little... Maybe once I hit 60. When you get to... Yeah. But I don't even know where I would buy pipes Tobacco at. shop. There's this really cool thing. It's called Google. Yeah, you I don't put, think you put in tobacco shop and one will come up. I walk by every once in a while a uh, a downtown area like Belmar has a uh, a, a cigar store. Right, oh, you can get pipes. It's pipe like tobacco in there. Just old guys enjoying their cigars. Yeah, well, remember, G, didn't G go out to like the cigar place? Yeah, and no one knew who he was except the guy that owned the place, and he was all excited that he was there, mm-hmm. and it was just they were. Sipping, was it? What do you cognac? Drink? Is it cognac with a cigar? Is that yeah. what it is? Oh, some other brandy. Yeah, that's co- that's brandy. probably what uh, Joe Burrow did last night. I saw him smoking the cigar on social media. Uh, he was probably sipping a cognac. You think he was he twenty one? Getting ready to go to Cincinnati. He's probably twenty two, right? If he's a senior, is he a senior? Probably not. Joe Burrow. Let's see how old. I can't. How old is Joe? Are. He's twenty three. Twenty so older. Yeah, twenty three. So he could be sipping the cognac. What do you get left back? I don't know. I don't know if he got left back. This kid, I think sure. he's cheating. He's not cheating. Twenty-three-year-old playing college football. He's not. Is he a cheating. graduate student at LSU? Anyway, he could have been sipping cognac and he smoking was, a pipe. He was sipping on gin and juice. Oh, shut up! Laid back. No, oh, by the way, your boy Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he's, he's part of this whole Dunkin' Donuts thing. Yeah, I'm over Snoop Dogg. He's it's going enough. with the uh, the plant based sausage patty is and he, the two cut glazed donuts. Is he pretending like plant based means sure. weed? I perhaps. Yeah, probably. Perhaps you're over Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's just it's enough. 
You were Snoop Dogg. In 1985. The gangster rapper. Think about that. I don't like the Snoop Dogg that hangs out with Martha Stewart, like who's trying to be like, so it's, how all right, cool it's I am. funny you say that because I, t- I was at Barnes and Noble a few weeks ago, Christmas shopping. And I saw a Snoop Dogg recipe book. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, nope. Is this the same guy that had expletives in every yeah. song back in 1988? It's like Ice Cube being in Disney movies. It's, you're ruining your legacy. Isn't Ice Cube also on Law & Order SVU? That's Ice T. Oh, I got the ices wrong? You got your ices Which wrong. Which was Ice Cube? Ice Cube. He's the is... shorter, thicker one. Is that right? You said that. I didn't. Well, just because he's, he's stocky. Uh, nothing wrong yeah. with that. I would say that's correct. Okay. My bad on that. Jerry, I'm sure a Boomer and Geo will really break down this whole Astro sign-stealing uh, situation, so uh, I don't want to do that I think here. it'll be a topic. I do think, no, it would have been great when they were handed down all these punishments? Something, a little something for the fans. What fans are we talking about? I'm the Astro like, fans no, or just the rest fans of, of baseball? baseball? Like, for example, Jerry, what if the Astros had to wear their 1980s uniforms this season as punishment. This is really what you think about. Yeah. I love those old uniforms with the, with the as various to oranges. Them, suspending them. No, I'm saying do all that. Taking the picks. But it would also be great if Rob Manfred said, and the Astros have to wear their uniforms from 1980. But you like that, though. I do like you it. You love the throwback uniform. Right, so it'll be something nice for the fans. What fans? The Astros won their Baseball World Series. Fans. Baseball fans don't care about the Astros. Oh. They want them punished more. So if you told me you wanted them to wear clown suits, Ooh. now that would make sense because to put on the old retro uniform that fans actually like, right. that's not really doing anything. I was also thinking, too, if this was the NFL and this was Bill Belichick, he'd be hired immediately by another team as soon as he got fired. And they'd Why? sit He's out his suspe- year, um, and then he'd be ready to roll. We're very forgiving in the Bill NFL. Bill Belichick got fired today for a cheating scandal yeah. and had to... He was suspended, he was suspended, and then Robert Kraft fired him. Yeah, would a team hire him now? Let him sit out like the Nets did with Kyrie. Well, not yes. Kyrie, like Kevin Durant. That's a, if if it was permitted. You think you think a mandate goes out to MLB teams today? You don't hire him don't until know. the suspension's over. That's a good question. You'd have to fire your manager now to right. do that. You're That's fired. That's an interesting question. Thank now, you, Terry. Now you're on to something. Now, I mean, now I've got a sports topic. Right. As opposed to wearing stupid uniforms to appease right. fans. I like that idea. Thank you. And the Giants have hired a new uh, quarterbacks coach. Yes, I see that from the Patriots, right? Jerry Shuplinski. <laughs> I prefer my quarterbacks coaches to be quarterbacks I've heard of. <laughs> Older quarterbacks. Ah, uh, right. You right? want them to hire Brett Favre. Yeah, like Brett Favre. Right. That'd be cool. Um, let me think of somebody Where's else. Where's Phil Sims? Jeff, Jeff Hosteller. Jeff Hosteller. I don't think of giant quarterbacks. Where's Danny Cannell these days? Dave Brown. Right. Would that excite you even if Dave Brown was a failed pro quarterback? Mm. He was a pro quarterback, was a starting quarterback yeah, for the Giants. I, I feel like coaches are better to have been failed players okay. or backups. Like Gary Kubiak, career backup. All right. So this, that's why Jason Garrett's the right pick. Like if I'm Jerry, right, yes. Jason Garrett is the right guy for them to be offensive coordinator. Like if I'm Jerry Shuplinski <laughs> and I go and I go to a pro quarterback, hey, your, your mechanics are all off. I'd be like, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Jerry Shuplinski, what did you ever do in this league? <laughs> well, but in fairness, a starter could say that to a career backup. Yes, as well. I always wondered that too. Like in you particular know? in uh, Denver. Sure. Like when Gary Kubiak. Had to drop the hammer on John Elway. John Elway, every once in a while, right. I've been like, "You were my backup my whole <laughs> career. Don't tell me how to what I'm doing yeah, it's wrong." An interesting, it's an interesting take. I, I think you're onto something. Thank you. That's two in a row. How about Kerry Collins? Takes. 
Yes. Perfect. That's a perfect guy because he Super played Bowl. in his, didn't win, but played in the Super Bowl for the Giants. Yes. Was a good quarterback. Maybe that's who the Giants should have hired. Shublinski. <laughs> now, do you even do a – there's no press conference for Jerry Shublinski, no, right? No, there's not. There's not really – I could be wrong, but I don't think there are press conferences for coordinator hires. They might have a media briefing at some point, like in March, but I don't think you have a press conference for that, no. Do you think right now – Attention, attention, Shublinski alert. <laughs> do you think Jerry Shublinski's in his car right now going, how dare this punk? Yeah, they'd be like, look at these two these loser. jackasses. He's on the – he didn't even get on – He's got to get off by 6 a.m. when the real and they just came on. morning drive. <laughs> when the real morning drive oh, and starts. we got to take a break now. Oh. Oh, by the way. Uh, when we you hear that, Chaplinski. <laughs> we'll find out more about the uh, giant hires from Al, who is just breaking down NFL left and right this morning. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, last night LSU did win as we welcome you back in. Uh, MLB with their punishments for the Astros. Quite severe, actually. Rangers beat the Islanders 6-2. to uh, And Zion Williamson fell asleep on the bench last night. What else? Jerry, there's a uh, local hero that's uh, it's not you. becoming a thing. I'll in, use. No, not me. In Kansas City, a fellow named Charles Penn. Is this the guy who left the game? This is Wait, the so guy. I told you about this yesterday. He, uh, you told me about this? We did this. Me and you did this yesterday. We did. Are you serious, dude? What on show this is this show, on? The we warm-up? did this yesterday. I told you what there was, was the a guy story? who left after the first yeah. quarter and recorded himself yes. leaving, saying he was the reason the Chiefs right. were losing. Okay, and you were into it. Yes, you have no, no concept no. that we did this yesterday. No, no. But did we have the follow up, Jerry? Whatever. No, the follow up just happened. Right. That's what I was doing, the follow-up oh, to your Help story. Me. To a story Jerry Recco brought us yesterday. Here's a follow-up. remember doing. Well, he's been uh, having a nice little back and forth with Patrick Mahomes on Twitter. How about that? He says he is staying completely away from Arrowhead Stadium. That because is a guy that's dedicated. He feels like he is the guy who... Dummy. Because he left and he's staying away from the... I guess he's been to other Chiefs games. And they've lost them all? Yeah. You know what? I can so he's see you getting a little bit of a complex if that happens. This is his. T- what was the worst superstition you had growing up when you were a uh, cowboy fan back in the day? Not that you are anymore, but uh, you used to be. When I was a huge cowboy fan, my superstition was those blue uniforms. I did not like when no, no, teams but I mean, made in them. In terms of what you did. Oh, what I did? Right. Well, me and my mother, when the other opposing team was trying to kick a game winning field Punched goal, each other in the face. <laughs> we, me and my mother did not exchange <laughs> face punches. We would do with our fingers. The Kansas City oh, Chiefs. Come on. <laughs> the kid up the middle of the game, Ian Williams. Shabuski. He's into the end the zone for the touchdown. The 